0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I bring you today's word for November 30th, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Standing on the Word from God, where we've been studying the life of David. First, we studied the life of Abraham. Now, we're studying the life of David. This is part 60 of the overall series, part 32 of the life of David. Today, we're going to look at 1 Samuel chapter 18, verses 13 through 16, and the title of today's message is Our Unstoppable God as a Believer. If you want to live an amazing life, you want to be the man or the woman that God has called, destined, designed, desires for you to be, you got to keep the focus and the spotlight on God. You got to disconnect yourself from human limits and everything, every boundary that you ever created, every limit that you put on your un- limitless God. Remove every limit, remove artificial boundaries. And so allow God to do what he planned to do in, with, and through you from the foundations of the world. So for the last couple of days, we've been looking at the part of the story where King Saul uh, threw a javelin, a spear at David. Actually, he threw two. Right. And then he did it again. And David ducked both times. And the Bible says that Saul wanted to pin David to the wall. He tried to kill him, um, but he couldn't. Right. And so. I think that Saul knew that the hand of God was on David, and really it was inevitable, right? Uh, If the hand of God was on David, there was really nothing he could do about it. And what's, what's amazing to me is that Saul, Saul was a king. I mean, David was a teenager. Saul could have just said, have that man arrested, and he would have been arrested. Saul could have said, have that man killed, kill him, and he would have been killed. At least, you know, obviously if God's hand is on him, something would have happened. But Saul opted for a different route. So King Saul... And and, and this is why you got to read the Bible. The Bible is some good stuff. Good stories in the Bible. So King Saul says, hmm, what what am I going to do? Well, I know what. I have an idea. Hey, since David is the commander of the forces and he's never really led anybody in combat, I'm going to send the army out to battle and send David and say, hey, go lead the soldiers in battle. Surely he's going to die on the front lines. So he sends David out there. And guess what happened? David was successful. Although he had never been out there before, had never been in combat, had never led troops in contact. None of that doesn't matter. The hand of God was on David. And so David was successful. The Bible says David continued to succeed in everything he did. Why? For the Lord was with him. Glory to God when the Lord is on you and in you and with you and for you. You will see supernatural success. This was David's time. It was a season. He was operating under the grace of God, and there was nothing Saul or anyone else could do about it. David was blessed. The best definition for the word, Hebrew word, blessed, uh, that I found is nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken, completely at peace. You, when you're blessed, you have nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken, completely at peace in your life. That's how David was living. He was blessed his life had drastically changed a few weeks earlier he was a teenage boy watching his father's sheep a few le- weeks later he's a general in the army he was a national hero he had already killed the giant he already spent time in the palace he already saw the king turn on him all of these things all of these things happened. and then after that the bible says when saul recognized everything that was happening in david's life he became even more afraid of him he was the king david was a teenager but he became even more afraid of him. You know why? Because Saul knew in his heart that if God chose David, there was nothing he could do about it. He knew in his heart that if, if God chose David to be his replacement, although he was a king, there was nothing that he could do against the king of kings. Right. Uh, if although he was considered a sovereign lord over his kingdom, there's nothing he could do against the lord of lords. So if, if God is for you, the Bible says he is more than the entire world against you. I am talking about our unstoppable God. When you understand that God is unstoppable and you make your life about him, you live your life on a completely different level. So what does this mean to you today? This Friday morning, as we seek to close out the week strong, let's put a bow in this week, head into the weekend strong, open up our hearts to God's best. I have five things, six things to share with you on this Friday morning. You ready? Here we go. Open up your heart now to receive. Number one, God has all power. There's nothing, literally nothing that God cannot do. Now, I'm saying... The, the title of today's message is Our Unstoppable God. So, so I want us to just to take a few minutes to think about the amazing power of God. I mean, God, the God who spoke to chaos and created order, who spoke to darkness and created light, who spoke. I mean, I'm talking about that same God, our creative God, the God who can do all things, who knows all things, who is everywhere at the same time. I can't give you a GPS coordinate to tell you where God is because there is no GPS coordinate where he is not. <laughs> he is everywhere at the same time he's in every time at the same time right so when you you just got to think about god for a moment and then i'm going to make that connection between god and you god has all power number 2 he has ultimate authority all authority Romans 13 and one says that all authorities in the earth are subject to the authority of God. Right. So he has ultimate authority. He has ultimate and all power. Number three, that same God with all authority, all power, all knowledge, all wisdom, that same God everywhere at the same time, every time at the same time, that same God made plans for you before you were born. God made plans for you. And those plans are good plans. You can look at Jeremiah 1 and 5, Jeremiah 29 and 11, Psalms 135 verses 15 and 16, Isaiah 49 and 1, Romans 8 and 28 through verse 32, and there are many more. God, the God who sits on the circle of the earth made plans for you. The God who knows all things, the God who created all things, thinks about you. He takes the time to think about you. Isn't that amazing? Number four, here's a key one. Nothing and no one can stop the grace of God. When it is an operation in your life, I'm talking about our unstoppable God. Now I'm going to make the connection between God and us. No one can stop you when the grace of God is flowing through you. And this is what, what David was experiencing. And this is what Saul was acknowledging. When God is flowing through you at that moment, you cannot be stopped because God is the one that's flowing. So think about it this way. When God is flowing through you at that moment, you cannot be stopped because God cannot be stopped. At that moment, stopping you would mean stopping God and God is unstoppable. So when God is the one flowing through you, when you're completely yielded to the father, when you're dying to self daily, when you're picking up your cross, when you're submitting to him in all ways, when he's giving you the words and he's performing the work and you're led of the spirit in all things, you cannot be stopped because at that moment, stopping you would mean stopping God and God is unstoppable. See, for God to Fully and freely operate in your life. He looks for you to cooperate with him. So for him to operate, you have to cooperate. Now, if you don't cooperate, he won't operate because he honors your free will. You have the right to choose and he will not force himself on you. Good or bad, he will not force himself on you. So he honors your right to choose. You have to choose God. You have to submit to him. For him to operate, you have to cooperate. But when you are, when you are cooperating and you're submitted to the father, and the grace is flowing, then at that moment, you're unstoppable because nobody can stop God. The only person that can really stop you when the grace of God is flowing is you because you're the only person that can shut it off. You're the only person that can say, yeah, Lord, I know you want me to do this, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do my own thing. I, oh, yeah, Lord, I know you want me. Nah, but I don't feel like doing that. Well, at that point, fine, the grace stops. Why? Because you stopped it. You, you, you stopped cooperating with God. You stopped picking up your cross daily and following him. You stopped dying to self. And this has to happen every day, every moment of every day. So if you're not cooperating with the father, then he's not operating through your life. You're the only person that can stop it. You're the only person that can stop God's grace. So at the end of the day, what are you going to choose? Number five, success. Even when, when, you, when you say, okay, now I open my heart to God's best. You got to re- acknowledge and realize that success is not going to come without opposition. The promise came when David was 17. You're going to be the next king of Israel. He became king of Judah when he was 30, king of Israel when he was 32. In this man, man, his life went crazy. Success is not going to come without opposition. 2 Timothy 3 and 12 says, All who live godly shall suffer persecution. We're going to face opposition. Here's the good news the good news is going back to the grace of God. When the grace of God is flowing in you, with you, through you, then you're going to come out on top. It's not that you're not going to face anything. It's Just that you're not going to (laughs) lose. So you're going to come out on top because God is on you. Thanks be unto God who always gives us the victory, who always causes us to triumph through Christ Jesus. You are going to face challenges. Here's the good news. You don't have to face the challenges alone. God will never turn his back on you. So as long as you submit to him, he is there and his grace is on you. When his grace is wrong, the only way you can lose is if you quit. Number six and finally, last thing. You live your life on another level when you decouple your life from human limits. So this is you. This is your life. You grew up. I gave my life to Christ when I was 23 years old. So I had formulated a perspective, a point of view, an, a, a way of looking, a philosophy, right? I had formulated a philosophy. And I lived my life based on that philosophy, the way I looked at things, the way I approached things, the way I did things and all of that. And growing up in Brooklyn, son of immigrant parents, being raised on public assistance. There are some things that, you know, I had a lot of limits. There are some things that, well, I guess in life, success for me, if I could get to this level, that would be great because, you know, I'm a first-generation American, you know, as long as I'm better than my parents, my parents want me to, to get to a certain level, I guess that would be okay. I had no idea about this whole God thing. I had no idea that God made plans for me before the world began. And I had no idea that God's plans for me had nothing to do with human limits or human boundaries. And so so I had to get to the point where I could open up my heart to God. like the God Isaiah 40, 40 and 22 says that God sits on the circle of the earth. That same God, I had to open up my heart to the fact that that God thinks about me and that he made plans for me. And that if I ever get to the point, John 14 and 10, where the Father is the one living in me and he's giving me the words and he's performing the work then whatever idea, concept, philosophy of success that I had, you know, for my life, all of those things are out the door and out the window. And and God's reality is much greater than my reality. So if I could ever disconnect or decouple myself from human boundaries and human limits and what I think I can or can't do based on my education or my ethnicity or my background or whatever, my age... If I could ever get to the point where I disconnect or decouple myself from human limits and human boundaries, then I could open up my heart to whatever God wants. And whatever God wants, now that's a whole nother level. If you start living that way, you're living on a whole nother level. This is the only way that a teenage shepherd boy can become a king. A shepherd can become a king without ever being born in the palace. A shepherd can become a king without ever being a prince. A shepherd shepherd can become a king because he, he died to self. He opened up his heart. To God's best. And that's what I'm saying. As a believer, we got to do that. Powerful things happen when we die to self, when we open up our heart to whatever God wants. And when you get to that point where you truly want whatever God wants, all I want is whatever God wants. That's it. I don't want anything else. All I want is whatever God wants. If you ever get to that point and you start living that way, I'm telling you, you will live an amazing life because there's the life God planned for you before the world began. And you will leave an amazing mark in this world. God will raise you up, God will favor you. God will bless the work of your hands and God will you. Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to face opposition. That doesn't mean everything is going to be easy, but you will live an amazing life. You know why? Because our unstoppable God will be living through you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to open up your heart to God's best. I want you to really disconnect yourself from every artificial limit that you've ever placed on your limitless God and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for this teaching. You have all power. There's nothing you can't do. You sit on the circle of the earth. All things are under your feet. You also have all authority. There is no authority in the earth except the authority that you have allowed. All authority in heaven and in the earth is under you. And you, Father, are the creator and sustainer of all things. And you take the time to think about me. You made plans for me before the world began. You planned out my days before I was born. I declare by faith that I will find those plans. I will follow those plans. And I will finish those plans before I die. I make a conscious alignment with my divine assignment. I submit to your kingdom plans and purposes. And as I do, your grace flows through me. I know I will face opposition along the way, but I also know that nothing and no one can stop your grace. I am unstoppable because you live through me. The only way I can lose is if I quit and there's no quit in me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word, please. Apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. Subscribe. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Oh, it's Friday. On Fridays, I'd like to let you know we have a podcast. Go to the iTunes store. Search for Rick Pina or Rick and Isabella Pina Ministries. Download the podcast. It's all free. We have an app in every app store. Search for Rick Pina or Rick and Isabella Pina Ministries. Download the app. Everything that we have is free. Go to todaysword.org or ripministries, ripministries.org. ministries.org. Listen. Just open up your heart to God's best. Make make yourself available to all the free content that we offer you. We want you to become the man, the woman that God has called you to be. I'm releasing you into this day and releasing you into this weekend to walk in the blessing. Nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. Completely at peace in your life. And do me a favor before you leave the screen. Please share this message with someone that you know. Share this on your social media. God bless you.